0: What? All right folks, I uh, gonna start off another great show here. We got Peter Maxwell Slattery and uh, I don't have his bio with me because he's a regular on the show and we had a little computer glitch opening up but uh, uh, we got it going. The, uh, um, I've got a few things I'm, announcements I need to make. I've got uh, a workshop June 24th to the 26th and uh, oh good everything's working good. So uh, June 24th, to 26th, and it is starting to fill up. So if you want to do that workshop, it's a self-mastery ambassador training combined. And uh, we have a lot of contacts happen during that workshop. A lot of ships fly over. It's amazing. The uh, We also have a spring event coming up, a healing transformational gathering, May 19th to the 22nd. And everything's on the website at org. Check that out. And we open May 5th. And also, don't miss the Secret Space Conference, and go to Secret spa- uh, Space And that's Tyler and Aaron's uh, conference coming up the first of May. So, uh, anyway, check that out. Um, and it's going to be an interesting conference. They're all getting—they're already getting a bunch of flack, so they must be over the target. You know, mm-hmm. so a lot of drama is already unfolding on that. Anyway, so that's just the way it is. I want to cover a little bit of news, what's happening here. A um, lot of activity here in Hawaii. We've had a lot of ships flying over and twenty-five, thirty, some nights. Uh, we've got some really good footage. I'm using my psionics. My other camera broke and it's it's being fixed right now. So we're good good to go on that one when I get back to the ranch. But uh, they're not as good, you know, but we've had, uh, we had two earthquakes Uh yesterday right at ground zero right underneath this so maybe they're cleaning out some dumbs or bases who knows and uh, we had a navy ship parked right after the. we saw about 30 ships and navy ship was parked right out in front of us uh, of the uh, uh, the place here on Kona so uh, so anyway a lot of black helicopters flying over and a lot of contacts with the Orion Council of Light and the Palladians and the Inner Earth. And, and there's a lot of stuff going on with the Inner Earth people. They're coming out now, and, and they've been wanting me to talk more about them. And we can probably talk about that in the show. But there's a couple that have been coming on, as well as the Orion Council of Light. We're having a lot of activity. And, and we just poured a slab here. And it's amazing. The slab was all fenced off, so nothing can get into it. And also we come out, and there's these footprints, and, and they're in the middle of the slab, no way in, No nobody walked in, nobody walked out. The door was locked from the other side, so nobody could walk out. And and there's these footprints. And then all of a sudden, we were standing there talking about the footprints, and we look over, and there's more footprints. And so we have the before and after. But it's really weird, because these footprints have no way. They didn't have tracks coming in. They just appeared right in front of the door, and uh, kind of in the middle of slab so there was no tracks coming into where these footprints were they're just really bizarre so a lot of that activity but uh a lot going on but uh with uh without any further ado I want to bring Peter on the show Peter are you with
1: us yeah mate good to be with you
0: yeah it's been a while the uh um yeah, yeah. yeah how's things going with your Jaya Sanctuary and and uh, the East City down under over there
1: yeah, it's good, mate. We're looking at opening soon. There's just been a like a few holds up with permits, but nothing no problems there. It's just everything's finalized. It's just, you know, finishing off a few things to do with that and we're ready to go. So, um everything, like I said, everything's done above board here, so there's no reason for anyone to, uh, you know, anyone to have any problems with what we're doing here because everything's above board. So, uh, yeah, it's been quite a busy time with that—the new book coming out, and the meditations that came out as well as um, doing a lot of practices mainly throughout the day as, like, as well with uh you know, appointments and counselings and things like that. So it's you know busy time, mate.
0: Yeah, you've got now. You just put out some videos, some meditation videos and contact videos and and uh, a lot of stuff. How do people access that? Do they just go to your website or?
1: Yeah, they can go to Peter uh also the YouTube channel, jysanctuary.com and also eastcityaustralia.org. So all those websites link back to uh, the meditations which are available on Spotify as well as iTunes, as well as YouTube for free, uh, mm-hmm. as well as many other platforms. So uh, I made it so if, if people want to contribute to what I'm doing, they can. If not, that's fine as well. They still get to learn some basic practices uh, to yeah. assist people with connecting with multidimensional mind aspects of our, uh, we could stay through modalities and techniques that we can all really do, as you know. Well, you know, you yeah, you've had a heavy cross to bear opening up that that
0: sanctuary. And I know you've spent just hundreds of thousands in permits and lawyers and everything else. So, you know, I'll go ahead and say it for you. But, uh, you know, send Peter, send Peter some donations, you know, to help keep things afloat there because that's a, a big chunk to, to put out of pocket to, to uh, appease the uh, establishment, you might say, and, and uh, shouldn't have to bear that yourself. I know I've done that all my life myself. And then lately I've had some beneficiaries come in and I go, wow, I don't know what to do with it. All of a sudden getting help, you know, so uh, in the beginning, you definitely need help, you know, until things get launched and going.
1: The, um, yeah, it's, a lot to get things set up. It wasn't exactly that much though. We could say it's probably about half of that in in setting up the place as well as permits. Um, So, but like I say, it's not about the money. The money that I've worked my butt off for years to do is gone back into this to help more people in person, just like what you're doing there. It's not about the money. The money is just enough to get, so it covers things so you can take things to a new level. In this case is my home, but also it's a place where people throughout the month, you know, pretty much every weekend I'll be holding events. So, yeah, it's, it's a lot of work, but that's what we do, mate. That's you know, that's our path, that's our journey.
0: Yeah, I mean, you gotta you gotta do what your soul tells you to. Period. You know, you're just gonna be a little little bot, you know, out there, a little social yeah. consciousness bot running around. The uh, I know you've had a lot of crazy activity there as well, and you've got some some great footage of some up close and personal ships. And I tell people to go to your website and check it out because out of all the people in the UFO community, I don't see anybody getting anything near what you're getting. And, and as well as the beans, the physical beans, you're getting photographs of them, the the beans you can see right through them and things like that. I mean, you, you have everything there and I, I'm still blown away at how you've kind of been shunned by the uh, UFO community and a lot of the big conferences, but you're actually getting a lot of movies out and things like that, which is even better.
1: Yeah. I think the way that both you and I approach it as well as many others that are in alignment in this community, it's really taking things to a new level than what we could say the nuts and bolts is want to keep it. And I'll give an example. Yeah. When we look at contact, for example, as you know, you're, we've been with each other when, we've got our own contact, but we've been together and things have happened as well. One thing I'd like to talk about is that most of the contact is not physical the way that people think. And that does happen. There is physical contact. I'll be the first to put my hand up and, and people know that. But what we're dealing with, and I don't know how to exactly describe this, but we're dealing with the blend predominantly of what I'll describe as ultra terrestrial slash the extraterrestrials as well. Yeah. In the point that... A lot of beings that are interfacing with you, I and, and many others watching this, they would be what I'd describe as masters in a uh, extraterrestrial civilization that are now at a higher state of consciousness, therefore reach ultra terrestrial, but they're able to by locate they could be meditating in another realm, physically manifest in on another planet in another realm, physically in front of somebody, or they could be an orb floating around. So this is where... When you start talking about this type of thing, or you bring in the spiritual aspects, and really now that I'm focusing on what we say is uh, different disciplines of yoga, meditation, as well as Qigong, Yigong, remote viewing, and blending it together, this is where one becomes their own master within having their own connection. Like you, you've been teaching for nearly 40 years as well. And I think that's part of the, uh, the block is that some people just can't go there yet or they're not open enough to, uh, we could say, explore it and or they've got a complete different agenda and they're trying to control the narrative, which yeah, is just yeah. like here, I've opened up this place because like you many years ago, you couldn't talk anywhere else. Yeah, it, it's
0: amazing. You know, I've had so many people you know, come and they attack your character and your personality, person, attack you personally and things like that. And it's really funny. Yeah, we have that saying, thank you for establishing your ignorance and your character, have a nice day, you know, easy. <laughs> you know and things like that, it's whatever, I don't really care. And, and I did a radio show just recently, and, and it was, I mean, talk about the the trolls came out like crazy, and, you know, and just called me every name in the book, which was okay, you know, and, and, uh, and so they, you know, try to invoke an argument, and I said, well, you're right. And, and they, they didn't know what to do with that, you know? And I said, that's your reality. I said, that you're right, according to your reality. And I said, but, because there's no way you can perceive this other reality. You're, you know, I said, they are looking for intelligent life. <laughs> you know, so, so anyway, uh, you know, kind of disarm that with a little humor, but uh, uh, it's really true. It's, it's like, like we were talking about earlier, you know, you can only see a small little bit of the visible light spectrum, unless you've done your spiritual practice and then you can see more and then cameras can actually film this because, because they can actually film more of the visible light spectrum and back up what you're saying, you know, because you can get it on film too. And then we've had so many eyewitnesses and, and you've had conferences over there and brought other people out and I know John Vivanco and and uh, a lot of us have all validated your work 100%. So, I mean, it, it's like, but uh, we still have that, that uh, censorship program going with the mainstream media, and with the uh, there's still a lot of jealousy, a lot of competition, and a lot of uh, old wounds and traumas being worked out, past life stuff in the UFO community. And then you add the shills to that, and, and the, the massive egos in there, and uh, it's just a mess. But uh, you know, I tell people, you know, people are waiting for the UFO community to bring them contact. And I said, good luck with that, you know, because they haven't risen to the occasion. There are a few in there. I know Mary Rodwell's great. There's a few in there. They have beautiful messages, and they talk about the kids and the kids' messages and things like that. But, you know, I think there's only a handful of people that are totally legit in the UFO community that are clear enough to really bring a very clear message from those higher dimensions on, on who they are and why they're here.
1: You know, missed that last bit, Mike.
0: Well, it's just like uh, the the contact, you know, people are waiting for the UFO community to bring them contact and it isn't going to happen. They have to rise to the occasion. They got to let go of all the petty bickering and the competition and, and all the ego stuff and and drop it. And then you got the shills and everything else going on, but uh, it's not going to come through the UFO community. You know, just people that are open mind, loving heart, pure intent, you know, yogis, llamas, people that have done their work, you know, are those are the ones having contact.
1: Yeah, yeah. And, and we've spoken about this before and that's where, like I said, I'm trying to blend those modalities being fully trained in them myself over many years now and bring that to a format to make it digestible just to the average person in terms of not just to the practices, great, but they entwine with them self-mastery, which 101 at the start of it would be releasing what you think you know and your past traumas wrong conclusions and judgments come back into balance and from there you're opening up the higher states of consciousness and that's why yogis and lamas and people like yourself and many others they're having what we could describe as high dimensional contact because of that it's it's something where you can't be in a lower vibrational state and expect to have these types of experiences one a lot of people can't handle it and and two they can't interface to a certain extent with those intelligences. And that's why with yourself, you've got Baba G and different uh, masters coming through. Well, that's because they're at that state, that ultra-terrestrial state, we could say uh, where they're resonating at, but with included with that are the masters of the other worlds, the other extraterrestrial yeah. civilizations and beyond. So that's where as soon as people go through that, and some people can progress through that, the releasing part, what doesn't serve them very quickly. Others, it takes a bit of time, but everyone's got their own journey and everyone's on a path to ascension, but it's going to happen when the time's right for each individual. But the collective is uh, going through its own ascension process at this time as well, which is why we're seeing a lot of stuff being raised up.
0: Yeah. Yeah. And if you don't rise to the occasion, you're not going to see any of this stuff. Now, there there is a lot of contact going on with with we should probably talk about some of the malevolent ones and the ones that don't have your highest and best good, you know, interest at heart and their people, because they don't have the inner sensitivity training and they don't have a good foundation in universal law, get caught up in, in this. And I remember that movie, there's a, a sitcom called people of the earth and people of earth, I think it was called. And they had the the little gray and the reptilian and, and the other, and the Pleiadian on there. And, and they're abducting people and they told everybody you're special right before they sent them back, you know, <laughs> And that's the biggest block is I'm special. You know, that's what, and cause we're all special and we're all part of the big, the big picture, you know, we're all part of that universal life force or, or the one consciousness. But as soon as we become special, we've separated ourselves into this little, little thing and then we can be controlled and manipulated, you know? So I see that all the time. People who, take on these titles and these positions and I'm this and I'm that, you know, and everything else. And, uh, and they're usually being manipulated, you know, either through flattery or they feel power and they don't realize that this power is not really in their highest and best good, you know, or they feel, they don't, they forget that love's the ultimate power and service. And if you stay aligned with that, you stay on track, but when they shift into self-service and being special and, you know, then, they go off track. And I, I see that all the time. I see people going right up the food chain and they're rising and rising and they have a really good message and then flip, you know, it, they get, they get hooked because they don't take clearings and they don't do clearings and they're not the, being the observer and observing themselves and, and what's coming through them and, and the information coming through them.
1: It's an important process where that's one of the meditations is clearing the space. And we've done a lot of work. I've learned a lot from you as well over the years with uh, clearing the energies in space. And it's something where I had a lot of what we could say knowledge before I was known for this, but I was one of the people you'd call to hauntings in Australia, depending on where you're at. (laughs) And I've seen the darkest of the dark do manipulate physical matter and do things that are super uh, extraordinary in terms of strength. And what they can do psychically and mentally to people. So before delving into this, and even as a regular thing, I say to people that come to me that know you sometimes as well, that people like you and I do clearing sometimes up to 100 times a day, we might do two or three main ones, but we're doing it very quickly in our mind, it could take a few seconds, it might take 10 seconds. But if you're not aware of thoughts that are coming in that are not yours that you can start to perceive as yours and they've got what, we got, what I deem as negative fruit, you'll do negative things. They yeah. can also be possessive or possess you as well. So it is important because there are very dark entities, what I would call masters of the lower light. They're almost like a master. They've got some of the same capabilities, but they're using it for service to self and what I call the Archon Network or the lower light network. And if people are not read up or knowledgeable on this and understanding, uh, I can understand why not sometimes if they're new to this and they want an experience, but you've got to be really careful where you put your intention and why you're doing what you're doing and what you open up to because be careful what you wish for, I always say. Yeah. You can get your your butt handed to you if you're uh, not very precise with the intention.
0: Yeah, you got to qualify the contact, and also do create sacred space, or just about anything will come in. You know, I I know people. We won't mention any names, but I know one guy that does puja's. You know, he does these meditations, and he does puja's to Shani, and Shani is a demon god. It's also known as Lucifer, and so there's a major infiltration of the Luciferian, satanic, and Illuminati stuff in the UFO community, and. I know one of the things I've been really blackballed in Hollywood cause I've talked about that. And, and so, and you, you saw that you know, when you came out for the ancient aliens, episode. Yeah. that was, that was so funny. All you see <laughs> is my hand in there and they went and hit and they, uh, they had you and John in there and they just cut me out of the whole thing. And I, I know yeah. he got the phone call. Remember that? I, I called him out on it. And I she, said, you're not going to put me in. The me oh no, we'd never do that. And I go, I go, no, I, I can tell you right now, uh, don't waste my time. I can, I can be doing other things. If you're not going to air this and what I say, and we, we talked to be all that information and we all three of us gave them the exact time and location. The ships would appear and everything. And they missed it. They missed all that. But I think the trick was, do you remember they said, they said to us, they said, this is the first location we haven't had to fake things. And, and, uh, the first shooting that we haven't had to, uh, embellish or fake things because there's so much going on but you know people need to realize that is not where you get your information you're not going to get your information from you know these these hollywood stations or these other channels you're going to get it from within so so if you don't take personal responsibility learn how to heal unseen negative influences and and make your intention to connect with these higher beings and do your own healing and clearing Um, you're not going to go anywhere. You're not going to have any kind of contact. And any contact you do have might be with these, you know, greys and tall greys or reptilians or royals or serpent beings, or there's so many other beings out there that would love to jump in and take over if you
1: give them the reins. Yeah. I think as long as people are clearing and open to working with their team, you'll usually start working out with what I'll describe as lower forms of intelligences that are still higher than us. They yeah. could be, we could say fifth dimensional Pleiadian or uh, the Orion Council, like they're still high up. It's not saying that they're low dimensional beings whatsoever. But what happens is, depending on how you progress and you can interface and work with them, then you start interacting with what they're interacting with, which can also be part of your team that hasn't stepped forward yet because you haven't developed to a certain stage to be able to interface in a way that's comfortable for your mental health, your physical well being as well, because they're, they're looking out for you. So, This is where it can keep going up the chain in terms of intelligences that we interface with. And uh, there is so much out there that, like I say, with people when I'm working with them, even what I describe to them, what I see with them, it wouldn't be 1% of what they're working with at all. Because I can see so many forms of intelligences working with everybody that I've worked with or helped. There's so much out there.
0: I think what's amazing, too, is that people will go through um, our trans release session and get their guides and everything else. And then they'll go have a session with you and you'll give them the exact same guides, you know. So it shows. That's happened you know, a lot of times. That's yeah. 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 It's been validated. So it shows, you know, there's, I mean, you're in Australia and, and we're now in Hawaii, but he's use them in Washington. And we don't, we don't check back and forth and say, oh, this person is coming to you for a clarion, you know, these are her guides, you know, or something yeah. like that. I mean, none of that goes on. We don't have any of that, but uh, it's amazing how it's validated. And, and I want to add to what you're saying too is that. There are uh, certain instances like you might need just divine feminine energy and somebody might be healing yeah. something. But then they need and so you might have the House of Mary or Leah and Andromeda coming to you or feminine energy or or inha, you know, from the the uh uh Anunnaki realm that the ascended ones, the ascended Anunnaki might come in. But but I noticed that they call that the Shekin energies or the divine divine feminine energy. So there's sometimes you might need that. Sometimes you might need male energy, like you might need a, 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 excuse my language, but an ass kicker, a warrior to come in there and clear things out, like a lion being or something. And, uh, and then there's other times you need balance. So you'll get these God beings that are both male and female, and they soul merge together. And so, so different guides will be coming to you at different times for different reasons, but always qualify, always do clearings, and watch out for flattery you know, because that's how they get you, you know, they use flattery, yeah. you know, just make sure that they. And I'll... Go ahead. You're right. You're right. No, I said, make sure they empower you to make your own personal connection with creator. And, and I was actually have...
1: going to say something like that in terms of what, I, what I've been telling people is don't do what your guide say, because they will love you unconditionally, no matter what decisions you make, but what they are giving you is advice that should be taken on board because they see more of the spectrum. So I always say, don't do what, if their beings are pressing you to do something, it's not that good because they should be giving you advice like a a family member or a friend. And if something's urgent enough, they will assist. If it's something that's got to be dealt with, they'll bypass that work with the higher self if it's a protection thing or nearly an accident. But that's where you can get some telltale signs. My guide told me this Well, it's like, how did it tell you that? And how did it, what was the energy like? Was it forceful? or with love and compassion because there's a big difference between those types of energies.
0: Yeah, definitely. Um, we have a couple things in the hopper here I wanted to show. It's just a, a quick photograph yeah. and we get Doug to pop one on and then a couple of little videos and I want to get your take on it. But uh, uh, let me see what we got. There's one of the photographs that was just taken. You can see, you know, this that happens here all the time. You'll see these big streaks of energy. And some people say those are lens flares, but uh, uh, it's just too weird. I mean, I had a big cross on my forehead by one of those.
1: <laughs> they took a picture of this big yeah, that, cross. that cross one was unexplainable. I remember I was actually there when you took that. Um, yeah. It wasn't in the hall, but I was there at the time when that photo was taken at the ranch, yeah. Yeah, that's, some crazy stuff so happened. So that's the at Hawaii. It looks yeah, good. that's our
0: view. There's a pond right there, and that's a sunset view. But there's a whole bunch of other weird anomalies. And there's orbs here and everything else. I want to go back to the – go to the next video and play that, see if we can get Doug to pop this up. You'll see our, our pet Arnold in a big Ryan ship, I think, is the next one <laughs> coming up. So uh, go ahead and pop that video up, Doug, and uh, – here we go. This is pretty it's a pretty funny one. Oh here we go. Now look at this ship, it's sitting right above the water. And you'll see Arnold go, go running by here in a minute. I think if this is the one. This might be a different one. Oh uh, well it kind of froze. Oh, well, uh, didn't see Arnold in that one. must've been a different one, but, uh, (laughs) and pop the next one on. It's just, uh, we'll just play this one for a little bit because I have the psionics. I don't have my regular gear, but you can see the ships coming over. And a lot of these ships come in and they just stop, you know, they'll they'll come in and just park and stop. And then some are, you've had size of mothership splitting into two or three, uh, you know, as they come over, just crazy stuff, mile long ships have been coming over here in the area, but, uh, it's definitely, uh, okay, we can, we can go ahead and cut that video. It goes on for ways, but, but anyway, we've had, uh, and it's very similar to the stuff that you get, you know, there at your ranch, but I know you've got some amazing footage of metallic ships and, and, uh, you know, every color, every shape, every size, like we have at Seti. So it, it's a, that's just a small smattering of what's been going on here, you know, in Hawaii.
1: Yeah. Well, where you're based, isn't there, like at the the uh, volcano there, that's pretty much got a extraterrestrial, multidimensional base within that as well, doesn't it? Pretty much you're dealing with the same energies as Mount Adams, but in a different way. It's, it's funny because that's what they
0: just told us uh, some of the inner earth beings have been showing up and they said they want us to be kind of an ambassador. They want to join the party in this major cleanup
1: and they and want to what us- say here? what's that? Yeah. I said that to you as well. Oh, that's what they wanted with you. Yeah. That's yeah. exactly that's what, yeah. yeah.
0: Yeah. I want, you know, cause I didn't want my ego to get a hold of that one. So I wanted a second opinion, no. but, uh, uh yeah. yeah, yeah. But they've been coming up and saying hi and, and, uh, It's weird. I wake up in the morning, they're standing right right next to the bed. And I go, what's up? And then they just phase out. I go, well, come on. Like, what's going on? What do you need? You know? And uh, so I had to, they do that and they want you to meditate so you can have a stronger telepathic contact. But yeah, they said the same thing. And I know where some bases are off the coast here, right off the airport, there's some bases, but, and there's some other ones here to be announced. I don't think we can even announce them yet, but, I think it's interesting that after having all these flyovers and contacts, that we had this big gray, uh, look like a destroyer or something, parked up right at, right out in front of us, and uh, helicopters flying around. So obviously, somebody's listening to our show and uh, trying trying to get their own footage. Who knows what they're doing? But
1: uh, uh, you know, I obviously- always. I know they've, they've got a lot of exotic technologies that have laid frog in the last twenty years in terms of uh extraterrestrial vehicle uh surveillance we could say like what they're able to map in real-time data now know what's where as well as what's on the earth they've they've pretty much got a lot of things down pat so they'll be keeping an eye on things
0: yeah yeah i, I know they either through satellites or i'm not sure they have a really weird drone you know flying around here uh, a lot lately too people have seen that but uh yeah. Who knows what they're doing, but obviously they are keeping an eye on things. And, and, uh, you know, this, I mean, this is so huge. There's nothing they can do about it, you know, other than monitor it. But, uh, you know, from what I've heard, uh, from people I know on the inside, they're fully aware of this shift and the ETs part in this great awakening that we're going through. And, uh, um, they, you know, and there's mixed factions, you know, there's some that people within the, the, military that are totally on board and know what's going on and everything else. And then Tyler had a guy, I don't know, I don't even think they they mentioned his name, but he's a Navy whistleblower on their show on journey to truth. And I'm, I mean, this guy was like me talking, he covered everything, everything I've been talking about since the mid eighties or, you know, he covered all the different groups and what's happening the cleanup and everything. And I go, God, this guy's like, you know, verbatim, and, uh, you know, of what we've been talking about. So I thought it was interesting because now it's finally coming out. The military is talking about it. The whistleblowers are coming out. And, uh, and you know, some whistleblowers are right on track. And some, I think, are still trying to put the pieces together. Because yeah, a lot have been really traumatized having to do the things that they did in the 20 and back. And all those things you go through are really traumatic, you know. And so... So you got to give them credit, you know, for, for getting out there and putting this information out.
1: Definitely. And there's a lot of lays to it that, like I always say, the people that think they're the biggest black ops group, there's always something behind them. So there's always yeah. They Look, I've had a lot of people that I won't say, but really high up that uh, they're very patriotic Americans, but they're also patriotic for Earth. And they believe yeah. in what they're doing in terms of some of the, uh, what we could say, killing of the negative extraterrestrials and things like that, because they're not getting the whole scope. They're just seeing may, maybe the mainframe of the negative uh, beings coming here. So they're really trying to do the protect and serve type thing that yeah. the masses don't know about. But then there's the high dimensional beings that some of the, we could say, white hats they're interfacing with as well. So it's a very laid situation.
0: Yeah, there's so much going on. I want to mention something. I'm looking at your ceiling and it's the exact same ceiling I have here. And the paint on your wall is the exact same color in my bedroom. So it's kind of, it's fun to have looking at it. I go, are you sure you're not in here somewhere? Or it's like, you, know, you look like you're right inside uh, inside my place almost, except for the- uh, This was
1: like it when I got here. And I was like, this reminds me of the ranch. So I was just like, I'm not doing anything. I just, you know, wiped everything down, did new curtains and um, everything. And- just left everything. I was just like, this is just like home. So yeah. yeah it's funny. We, it's That's exact funny. same
0: ceiling, same beams, everything. It's just like amazing. <laughs> what's, what are the odds of that? You know, you, you see all these synchronicities happen and there, there's so many synchronicities. If you pay attention uh, to what's going on and listen and, and don't, don't be judgmental, just listen to people's stories or what they're telling you. Cause you know, it's like the creator right now is coming through everything. It's coming through animals, animals, you know, like little Arnold, our pet yeah. pig here, and we have a pet duck now, and and uh, it's like the jungle's coming alive right now because it's getting it's getting dark right now, and pretty soon you just hear all these crazy
1: sounds and
0: and uh, birds, and you have the same thing, you know, you have the same kind of uh, thing going yeah,
1: on. Yeah, the frogs start doing an orchestra, and then usually the kangaroos get here about an hour or two before sundown. The birds are already here; they're everywhere. So it's once you get to that sort of uh, Day and night change time. It's yeah, wildlife come on and start you, to do. You that have uh, the cokey frogs there. We've got. I did don't you, know what do they that.
0: are.
1: There's a few different types. Not like they're just doing the full cro Like they do, like an orchestra together. It's really weird. It's just this orchestra yeah. of frogs croaking and in harmony, like cicadas.
0: Yeah, we have we have the same thing here. There's several frogs. And we have those big cane toads, and uh, and they're all talking. And then we have birds that sing at night here, and and uh, it's it's funny. Like in in the morning, it's just almost deafening, because because the energy, all the animals are attracted to the energy here, and plus we throw food out for them, for all the birds and everything. So it's like there are so many birds going off here, like so many different songs. It's like oh my God, what's going on? And then they they are picking up on the energy we're getting really big messages late. Listen to the birds, you know, you'll know when things are moving or things are energies are coming in. So they'll, they'll, uh, they'll go kind of nuts.
1: You would laugh here because what I didn't know, and apparently I did some research on this where I am actually has apparently the largest amount of endangered birds in Australia. And I've got like five different types of parrots here. Yeah. Um, Birds I've never even seen, like just so many different types of uh, all sorts, um, wheelie wagtails, and there's a finchie right now that's just jumped up on a seat <laughs> on the outside, yeah. and magpile, like just the list goes on and on. Like there's probably about 15 to 20 species a day that come in and out that it really looks like a, a bird sanctuary more than what it does as a spiritual sanctuary. Yeah. <laughs> And they'll they'll be drawn to the
0: energy. The more you do your meditation work and and your courses and things like that. And the, those magpies crack me up. That they sound like R two D two. You know, yeah. they, they sound electronic yeah. or something when they make those noises. I go, what is that?
1: Remember that? Yeah. yeah, I never picked up on it until you said it when you were over here, and I was like, it actually does sound like R two D two a bit. Yeah. yeah. And then the, the possums
0: over there, the ones in America are, are ugly. I mean, they're they're ugly and they growl and they're they smell, you know. And the, the possums you have over there are cute. I mean, they look like little foxes with big ears or something. They're it's it's a
1: different yeah. When I see American uh, possums, I'm just like it's a bit. Even though it's nature and I love everything nature, it just uh almost like a tasma a white Tasmanian devil or something. <laughs> yeah, they're yeah.
0: Yeah, yeah. Watch, watch Turtle Man. <laughs> you know, t- Turtle Man is grabbing, uh, grabbing possums all the time, and those big snapping turtles and things. It's pretty funny. And the raccoons. The raccoons. The
1: raccoons.
0: Yeah. You know, there, there's no no problem grabbing a raccoon. The problem is letting them go. <laughs> you, know? <laughs> you know, but, uh, yeah, I there's that. I had a I had a pig last night come through here. I mean we've had as many 20 pigs come through here. And you gotta kind of be careful with them, especially if they have babies and things like that. But man, I got this big white male, like the old guy, you know. And uh you can definitely tell he's male. I won't go into that, but he's got he's very endowed. And uh, you know, he's got the big, big tusks coming out and everything. And he's he comes walking up like he owns the place. And, uh, and our little, our little guy here, Arnold had a little scuffle with him and got, got a couple little cuts on him, but he's fine, but he's like our watch pig, you know? <laughs> yeah. But, uh, yeah, there's some crazy stuff, uh, going on here, but man, this one pig, I, I think he's, I think somebody's, you know, they, they're, they hunt the pigs a lot here. The locals do. And, and so, uh, and they have to, because there's just too many of them,
1: you know, they're just everywhere.
0: But like they cause
1: a bit of trouble. Do they? Do they rip up a bit of the land? And yeah, no, they're like
0: didn't. well, they're like nature's rototiller. But if you have a garden or if you plant trees, they'll come and just rip them right out. And yeah. uh, your banana trees, they'll rip out the banana trees and and things like that. They do a lot of damage, you know. But in, and they do clean up the forest, you know, quite a bit. Uh, and they they do a lot of uh, get rid of a lot of little critters. And the, you know, they're always rooting. You know, they're it's like lava rock here and these guys are just bulldozing through it it's like you go <laughs> this is insane i mean what they must have like carbon tick steel noses or something you know it doesn't even phase them
1: but, now they're strong bargains that's for sure
0: yeah yeah but they have you know they have personalities in this this one here the one we have is a juvenile delinquent he he likes to play with stuff i throw new things out for him and he'll start playing and running around and squealing and and uh you can hand feed them and and everything else but if anybody else comes in the property usually bales he gets the heck out of there because he's he's still why would you call him arnold uh arnold ziffel from the uh green acres it's an old show all right yeah we so we call him arnold and we have a duck named walter and <laughs> a few other i don't know uh but uh yeah it's it's interesting oh and we've got those you know those iguanas with the horns on them they call them jacks uh yeah yeah they look like a dinosaur a throwback to a dinosaur i was i was playing with some of those earlier we had we had a, we have a male here and then we found a female and we were playing with it earlier but uh they're so funny they walk and they go they go uh, 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 uh. you know when they walk they take a step and then they take another step and they they move when they move. They go uh, 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 like this, and they go uh, 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 like this. And they have those little hands that go out. They're they're really cute. I love them. They're, they're uh, but uh, we found one in our on one of our trees right next to the house here this morning, and we're we've been playing around, playing around. I just put it back out on the tree to make sure it's okay. Make sure it's. The duck or the pig don't don't get them, <laughs> you know but uh
1: no i actually had a big go at the front fence the other day like the front gate it was only about this big really wide but yeah usually i've seen them anywhere from like 80 centimeters to about a meter and a half really long never like i haven't seen them cause trouble but i would say that there's probably a couple of big ones around but only so stop banging that sometimes like you.
0: Yeah, I remember when we went to Gosford Glyphs, I got that videotape of that big one I came by. And I was sitting yeah, at so they like tree that. And, yeah, I was sitting yeah. at that mother tree and and they came walking right up with was, was sniffing you know, with his tongue and came right up and looked at me and I go, and I go, man, I hope these things are friendly. I don't I you know, I don't think they'd bite anybody unless you mess with them. And And then then oh there's a part of me that goes, Maybe I can catch this guy, you know, and then I go, Oh shit. Oh tear the crap out of you. I better leave this around alone. I saw his claws and everything, you know, and I go, I I had some gloves, I'd give it a go, maybe, but but
1: uh I like that. I've had him come straight up to me within, you know, half like thirty centimeters and they've never caused trouble. But yeah, if you I think if you were just uh you know negative towards them in some way or tried to yeah. play with them in some way they'll they'll scratch you up, but they're not too bad they're beautiful beautiful animals
0: yeah they're amazing i mean i was blown away you know when i filmed this guy and and uh just walked right up to me and stopped was looking at me and then just moseyed down the trail and uh you can get a good, <laughs> good idea of the size of him you know it's like because I was a kid, I used to catch these chuckle and all these other bigger lizards and went in the desert all the time and rattlesnakes and everything. But him, when I looked at him, I go, oh, that guy, that guy's going to take a chunk out of me or, or tear
1: me up I better just leave that guy alone, you know. You <laughs> know, but... so they're there around, mate. That's what we've got. Well, I, I surmise we've probably got a few big ones around here, but I saw one the other day that was just a, a baby version of that. But yeah, I forgot that you filmed that at the Ghost Gl- of Glyphs as well.
0: Yeah, yeah. We got the geckos here. The geckos are really cute. They're all over the place here. I like them. There's rainbow. They look like a rainbow. You know, they're all different colors and and they're just all over the walls here. But uh the uh you know, getting back on track. I'm wondering what you're what you've been getting lately, because I've been really getting I don't want to go too far into this, because this is how you get your show canceled. But uh, I've been just really getting that things are flipping and flipping fast. And uh, I know you guys are really struggling over there in Australia, you're getting the the brunt of this of the storm there. But uh, it it does seem like uh, I just saw the New Zealand uh, prime minister there got shot down and and all of her mandates and everything are unconstitutional and and, uh, and almost criminal. I mean, they were in, in the wording; they were just letting her have it. So, uh, and I'm seeing that over and over again. Is that the, the the lower courts and the other people, even the Supreme Courts, are starting to come up and call it, you know,
1: call it out, call it like it A is. A lot of things are being dropped. Um, I I was even told that we are allowing 250 people a day unvaccinated into the country it depends on where they're flying depends on the the mandates for them but that that's apparently going to drop in in some months time as well uh we're pretty much back to normal we're like for, for the last few months like I I'm in Victoria of course but uh yeah I'm not I'm just seeing a whole change across the board with the mandates that were out they've dropped the um the I forget what it's called, the scanning, the barcode scanning or whatever it was. They've stopped all that a month ago, maybe a month and a half. Things are starting to get back there. I think it's the international side of things that we're catching up on, I think, around the world with that more now. Uh, So it's, like I said, this is probably going to be quite a bit of a recovery more for people's mental health rather than the way that the world's working in terms of, Uh, mandates and things like that because that's a big thing that I'm seeing with a lot of people is that they've been really affected and they're they're still isolating themselves because they're finding it hard to get back out. Um, A lot of people are just wearing masks for no reason in a lot of places and, well, we could say their reason, but what we're seeing is that it becomes second nature now that even in the car by themselves or just out of habit they're wearing a mask constantly where those masks that they're wearing don't do a thing at all. Uh, in terms of just the normal surgical ones, you know, biohazard suit would probably do something. That's, like you know, a
0: fence stopping a fart, you know, works about as good. But uh, <laughs> if anybody did the research on that, you know, because obviously the uh, oxygen levels are down low, it, they create all kinds of serious health effects and, and forcing them on the children. Now there's still democratic States here and things that are trying to force the the mass and the VAC still on, on children, which I think is, is child endangerment or child. Uh, I, I mean, it's just insane. Uh, I think these people are, are, are insane. They have to be, I don't, I don't think they're
1: even human anymore. Some of the stuff they're doing, but. What's interesting is that I think at the moment it's only public transport or certain circumstances indoors that you wear masks and, um, but what I can tell you across the board that I'm saying entirely with people that I don't even bring this up because I don't bother with it, but what's coming to me on a regular basis is people that have been vaccinated once and twice, they're all saying I'm not getting the boosters. And yeah. I, and it's like I was saying to people, they're going to make you get a third, a fourth, and then they're going to try and, and keep it up, each to their own. I don't have a problem if people have done it or not. I've got We, we know where we stand, James, you and I, but I've just... You can't talk about this with people like the ET thing, unless they've got a reference point and they're open to it. So I've stopped long ago, even approaching that subject because I just think uh, it's not beneficial for any parties with, with, we're beyond that stage. Now we're beyond, beyond the stage. So it's people. Have just yeah, got I've, got,
0: I've gotten some just really hostile comments about it. And I said, Oh, I think you should go get five or six, get like 12 boosters go for it you know and uh and i said and i said uh and then let's have this conversation again next year because you know that probably won't happen but anyway uh it's gotten so bad i just go i'm not here to argue about that stuff do your research you haven't done your research you can't have an argument you can't have a discussion about it you're you're just going off of uh political science and junk science you know do your look at the real science behind what's going on. But, you know, if you want to put yourself on a timer, go for it. I I'll pass, you know, but, uh, but I know there's things you can do and things that I've done. I, I don't even worry about it. I'll, I'm sure I got it already anyway. And I'm, I'm immune. You
1: know? Yeah. So, I've yeah. pretty much had it. Yeah. And I was probably really sick for six hours. And within two days after that, I was fully recovered. So it was only six hours that. Yeah. It, yeah. Remember I was, when I, when I came to Australia and I,
0: I man I was sicker than a dog from the plane. I caught it on the plane.
1: Yeah, well, it that was cuz I got it from you guys back then going back what just a bit over 2 years ago. So this is before it was officially out and it was similar to that but a bit more full and whether it was a different strain or not and um yeah. yeah, like I said within a few and a lot of people you and I know they've had it and within 3 days knocked it out just with paracetamol and and moved on and I think with anything if you've got pre-existing health conditions or um, there's other things that your health isn't at a hundred percent. Well, of course I've had influenza A and influenza A was to me worse than that. So, yeah. yeah. Well, I
0: think it's all going to come out, you know, all the, the real, the real science is coming out now. So it's, that's good. And uh, I'm also seeing too, some huge changes coming up in the monetary system and, uh, I'm seeing it, it's not going to be the, what they want. It's going to be a good change, you know, and, uh, just about everything. Uh, a lot of people are getting coming down with the with the sea, you know, the big sea and disappearing, you know, for for other reasons, not just what people think. And and uh, and so uh, a lot of people you can just see kind of fade away and you're not going to hear much from them anymore because uh, things are well underway. So, uh, you know, I always tell people I'm not going to shave my beard until until uh, we have our freedom back and I I've, no, I I've shaved half of it <laughs> so so I have uh, half of it's gone but uh I'll shave Shaded. yeah you, you shaved it yeah yeah shaved half because we're only ha- we're more than half there i mean it's uh it's coming down but it's it's starting to look good it looks like things are really uh unfolding quickly and and from the people i know and and they're all set up they're ready to go to launch you know a whole, a whole different system so uh, there's things happening behind the scenes just turn off your tv don't watch any of the mainstream news they or if you do watch it just reverse everything they're saying and and you i've a, got
1: nothing in here i've been able to tell you for years all i've got is a meditation cushion and a yoga mat on the ground beside some couches so this is yeah what you see how i live mate i've got the laptop of course so i watch the occasion things but yeah news is a waste of time yeah, I'll watch. I'll watch some news
0: just to see what the other side is doing every once in a while. I go, "Are you kidding me?" I go, "I can't believe these guys." Everything they just said was a lot. <laughs> you know? But they're getting, you know, their ratings are all going down. Just, just regular, uh, uh, what do you call them? I'm trying to think. Bloggers have more viewers than than CNN now, and and MSNBC yeah. and things like that. So, uh, you know, their ratings are so so much in the toilet i don't i know they're just being propped up by you know the the banksters but uh you know they're they're all they're going to be gone here pretty soon and and you know with all the new the new uh platforms that are opening up it's just a matter of time before these guys just fold in on themselves but uh you know it feels feels good i just think uh you know with this twitter thing with elon musk is just cracking me up i mean i it's the you know where, where he's going to take over twitter and then they're freaking out and they're totally exposing themselves for who they are and and then he'll throw another little zinger out and then they'll freak out and just totally expose themselves again and and watch just watching that happen so it, it's hilarious it's obvious it's well underway and and, and the truth is going to start getting out even more and more and it's going to be a landslide you know here real soon so I think a lot of these people, you know, aren't, aren't aren't going to be able to walk the streets. You know, they're going to have to hide out. They won't even be able to. And, and I've seen that too already. A lot of politicians, they, they got to have major guards and they can't even go out in public anymore.
1: You know, so it's it's, it's coming to that there, There's a big shift coming, I think, there will be some upheavals, but I think the quicker that people can get into the love frequency and forgiveness and getting back to the heart is where the development stage is going to jump exponentially for the individual yeah. and the collective as well. But this need, things need to be read first. Like when you're doing a, you're in a development, um, your practices, you've got your own stuff that comes up. Well, this is a collective thing that the whole world needs to go through to get to that next level and purge, release, forgive. Um, and this is something that's also in our epigenetics going back to our, our ancestors. So it's very laid what's going on, but we've got to remind people to get back to that love frequency. Once things start to be exposed, it we need to whoop that in the butt quick and not get hell bent on the negativity and um, those aspects because, you know, the mind you seek, like you say, is what you connect with. And if we're going to be negative, but people are going to have to purge this, there's going to be a lot of. Um, reassessment that people are going to have to do for themselves and what they've been educated on because it's going to rip a lot of people's hearts out.
0: Yeah, I mean there's I tell people don't be attached to your story or anybody else's story because those stories are changing rapidly and and the, the people that are attached to it that have a lot of vested interests, you know, only the ego needs defending. And so they're getting locked up in the ego and it's actually affecting their ascension, you know, and and so you yeah, have all yeah. their followers coming in too to to get into the mix and create even more chaos so it's so important that like don't drop into those frequencies and if you can't do it with loving detachment don't get involved at all you know if you're if you're come from isn't for healing and for the awakening and empowering the individual then you shouldn't be involved at all and you'll get caught up in this stuff and get slammed by it but uh yeah, I always tell people get out in nature, do your do your meditation work, get do your clearing work, and uh, and just you know stay within universal law and in service, and keep that love frequency going, and
1: and you'll be you'll get through these times. Yeah, it's it's testing, but that's part of it. It's like layers of an onion; you just keep peeling them back and peeling it, yeah. and it gets easier, it gets easier. And then there's a the hard one for a bit, and you keep going and um yeah it's part of the process and it's unfortunately what a lot of people want to jump to the ascension process and not the 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 prequel we could say the starting phases of it which is that then you can get into the cool stuff like the different states of uh, modalities and methods with yoga and meditation and initiations and and all the other stuff which the contact comes with as well exactly hey I, i peter i can't thank you enough uh
0: for coming on the show we're running out of time uh, again what's the best way for people to get in touch with you to get a hold of the work that you're doing I know you've got another book you just released and you've got your movie too so go ahead and let people know what what what's available and how to get in touch with you
1: Yes yeah, so the Book of Shiji for Ascension is out now um that's part of a best-selling series and this is also part of that now as well and it's the most deepest uh beautiful work that I think I've ever been a part of it's I know, of course, it's my book or it was written for me, but I've got to say that it's really some work within itself. But that's available at Amazon as well as Lulu. Uh, But people can just go to petermaxwellsuttery.com, esetiaustray.org or jisanctuary.com as well, and everything's got links to everywhere there. So uh, events will be posted shortly. I've got them up already, but the actual dates need to be put up. Uh, and there's this private invitation. All that means is that I just want each person to fill out the form and apply for an event. It doesn't mean I'm um, ciphering which people I'm going to have and which I'm, I'm not going to have. I'm going to have everyone come here, but it's limited capability with every event. So, yeah, um, thanks for having me on, James. I really appreciate yeah. it, and it's good catching up with you. We stay in contact nearly daily, but we haven't seen each other for yeah. probably, a, I don't know, a month and a half or something we last yeah. spoke.
0: Well, you also, too, you got multi dimensional, your movie and, and, uh, yeah, and yeah, the people.
1: meditations as well. Multi dimensional, uh, it's on most platforms iTunes, Amazon, Google Play, um, all the links are on the website. So that's got some, uh, good feedback, uh, as well. And you were a part of that. And I really appreciate that as well as Mary Rodwell, John Vivanco, and Mary Rodwell as well. So that was, um, Jason Glee, sorry, as well. So it, it was a really, uh, good thing that we all came together to sort of collaborate on and i put together.
0: Yeah. I think if you really want to know what's going on with the, on the other dimensions and who's who in the universe and everything else, I mean, those that's where to go, you know, the, between the work that we've been doing, we've been putting this out for a long time. And, and, uh, it, it's funny now it's going mainstream, you know, the stuff that we've been talking about for years is finally, uh, you know, getting right out into the mainstream finally, which is great. But, uh, but anyway, uh, brother from another mother, thanks for coming on the show. And I uh, can't wait to get no, you out to the you, ranch. And uh, one day I'll get back out to Australia. And and I want to just tell everybody, keep an open mind, loving heart, pure intent, and don't get caught up in the chaos. And you know, uh, if it's not empowering you to make your own personal connection with creator and these higher dimensional beings, do something else. It's that simple. Anyway, have a great evening and good night.